Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. Welcome back. Welcome back. To your own show. <laughs> Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's birthday week. This, this episode is going to come out on my birthday. Fantastic. And, and, and your birthday is two days after that. It is. And you've been given a bank holiday for your birthday. For the second year in a row. Amazing. Amazing. That, I mean, don't people know who we are? We are. Clearly they do. <laughs> Thank you, your majesty. Yeah. I mean, New King. New King. Uh, who cares? It's New King Look. Day. Is it New King Day today? Or Possibly. that will have already happened? Don't care. She's got a new hat. So, <laughs> man gets hat. Man gets hat. Not allowed to wear hat. Yeah. He gets to wear it once. That's it. Never yeah. allowed to wear it again. Goes back Mental. in its case. Crazy. I'd at least wear it in bed. Do you, have you... I've... Like, keep the hat yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the guest list for the coronation party, which will have already happened by this time? I have this not, no. comes out. A member of the Captain Gal- Captain's Gallery has been invited. Is it? Yeah. Bottom of the stream person. Bottom of the stream Fantastic. Captain's Gallery alum has been invited to the is coronation. Is it Nicholas Cage? Of course it is. It's Nicholas Cage. <laughs> of course it's Nicholas Cage. It's not going to be Mason Blair, is it? <laughs> Look, if Micah Monroe was at the coronation <laughs> party, she would look amazing. Nicholas Cage will be but there. Or will have been there by now. It has to be Nicholas Cage. Well, well, how's he I don't know. An I heard it on the radio today that he's... Part of being the... absolutely amazing. Yeah. Don't know. Must be a fan. I watched something with Nicholas Cage in this week. We'll get to that later. Oh, sweet. Gone retro. Nice. Yeah, yeah I thought that was quite a humorous fact that that was, will have already happened by now. So it's redundant fact also. I, I mean, I know we're going all over the place here straight away, but I, I, I noticed on Netflix there's hmm. a there's currently a Nicolas Cage film in the top 10 I also noticed movies. that earlier today it, it is a movie that has been on our long list forever yeah so how is it suddenly now in the top 10 and of all the straight to video Nicolas Cage movies that are on well various streaming sites but yeah. definitely a few on Netflix why is this one suddenly in the top 10 yeah running, and now has to come off our long devil. list <laughs> yeah. yeah something like that don't know don't know it's weird how the top 10s work isn't it that's the second week in a row where a gather mov- the life of it an older movies appeared in the top 10 yeah. and we've had to take off the long list yeah it's two weeks in a row craziness maybe, maybe someone maybe yeah the man's coming for us maybe ted sarandos is maybe we're on his radar <laughs> maybe it's like these people think nobody's watching these movies <laughs> maybe maybe that's yeah. what's happening maybe conspiracy cool i love starting with nicholas cage news yeah do that more well he's, he's do you think he's the <laughs> is Nicolas Cage the movie star we've talked about the most on this show? Yes. He's got to be, hasn't he? Yes. He appears in the news so semi-regularly, much. like yeah. every other week, maybe. We've done just through three sheer, of his films, maybe? Just through sheer sort of num- body of work. Yeah. Because that's why he's always in the news, because he's always got a movie coming out <laughs> exactly. or in production. I've watched at least three Nicolas Cage films this year alone. Okay. Which I would have talked about on here. Yeah. He's been in three movies on the show, I think. Sure. Yeah, three movies on the show. Yeah, definitely. I don't think we've talked about anybody. He's in the captain's gallery. Yeah. He's going to the coronation. <laughs> don't be surprised if he ends up king of England by the by yeah, this time next week. Do you, do you, I mean, that's a great idea for a movie. <laughs> Nicholas Cage turns up and becomes king. Yeah, because like, just is everybody the... gets terrorist attacks. Yeah, exactly. And, and he's... he he's the closest in line to the frame <laughs> that's left. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. King Ralph. King Ralph remake with yeah. Nick Cage. I'm up for that. That's also, right. Nicholas is a great name for a king. So. King Nicholas. It is a good name. <laughs> so, 100% anyway. I'm here for that. Anyway, happy birthday to both of us. Yes. To you and to me. <laughs> happy birthday to me. <laughs> uh, 
Have you been up to much this week? Uh, what have I been up to? Uh, well, uh, I have... Uh, I don't, can't remember. It's been a long week. It's <laughs> been a long week, but also a short week. Because there's been less days at work because we had a bank holiday last weekend, which for, was for May. Because you get... May's the month of bank holiday. So you get three Mondays so you, off in May. So you get, you get two in May normally. Yeah. One for just it being May. And then one to celebrate the end of May. Just because yeah. it's the best month. Because <laughs> the best people are born in it. And then Absolutely. we've got an extra one this... Because of old uh, King Chuck, so King Chuck, yeah, just uh, yeah, did boring things, tidied my house and uh, stuff like that. Same. Had one less child because one was away, so nice. That's always good. Yeah, that's it's always good. A bit less like herding cats <laughs> throughout the day. So, how about you? Uh, I've been, I've had the whole week off work. Amazing. So I was, I was unaware that there was a bank holiday on Monday, but yeah, I've been off for a week. I've been. Uh, refurbing and regenerating my decking area in my garden <laughs> lovely which needed has needed work of doing on it for a few years now and it's finally now done so yeah i can now sit on it enjoy enjoy it just in it's time. gonna rain tomorrow which oh, is, is annoying oh, okay. forget about that <laughs> yeah i was gonna say just in time for the uh, just in time for a nice bank holiday weekend absolutely that's okay it'll pay off eventually of course it will sun will be out always does i'm getting a new barbecue tomorrow too oh, amazing yeah so all good gas or charcoal gas oh, okay yeah I've got one. I've had both. The bottom's rusted through on my expensive one. Shit, I hate when that happens. Yeah, me too. I have had, I've had to scrap that. cheap ones and more expensive ones through my years. And I often find the cheap ones can be better. Mm. I think you're probably right. So picking that up tomorrow. Excellent. Exciting. All around here for barbecues. Absolutely. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Cool, shall we do some Netflix news? I suppose we better. I mean, as much as I could, just, I could just sit and chat. Yeah. And well, we could do everyone that. would turn off. Yeah, probably. If they haven't already. If they haven't already. Uh, <laughs> no, some of that stuff was gold. Oh, I always done. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is king. Come on. Right, what's first? What have we got? Okay, talking about movie royalty. Uh, let's let's discuss uh, the fact that Adam McKay, uh, his next project is coming to Netflix. His last project was Don't Look Up. Yep, good film. Which was a huge release at Christmas. It was. Uh, is it, it's like Netflix's third most watched movie ever, I believe. It's in the charts, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, so his follow-up to Don't Look Up uh, is a black comedy, nice. they all are, <laughs> uh, called Average Height, Average Build. Okay. Uh, and it stars, or it will star, a duo of Roberts. A couple of Roberts. Bob Squared. <laughs> uh, that is Robert Pattinson and Robert Downey Jr. Wow, RDJ. Yeah, uh... The the plot of Average Height, Average Build uh, is that Patterson stars as a serial killer who enlists a lobbyist played by Amy Adams to change the law in order for it to be easier for him to get away with murder. Uh, Downey Jr. plays the retired police officer trying to solve the murders and catch the killer who turns himself into something of a celebrity. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. I mean, I mean, is it, it doesn't easy to sound change like the a, law of murder. It doesn't sound like there's a there's a rich vein of comedy comedic no, comedic material in that synopsis. It sounds like quite a good thriller. Yeah, it does. Sounds fun. But sure, I mean, it's it it does sound like an interesting concept. There's a picture of Baldy Junior there. Oh God, yeah. Look. <laughs> wow. I I didn't realise that uh, old Robert Downey Junior had. Got rid of the hair, I must no, say. No, did I. Don't, Don't look up to the second highest gross in the world. Oh, there you go. So, big, 
shoes to fill for Adam McKay. Can you, no, they're not because they're his own shoes. So you can't fill your own shoes. Well, you can fill your own shoes. Should really be easy. able to fill your own shoes. <laughs> so he's got to at least match yeah, the figures from Don't Look Up. He's just got to have a repeat performance. <laughs> he's got to get the number one spot, hasn't he? He's got to beat yeah, Don't I Look Up. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. The next bit of news is a renewal of a Netflix show, which I haven't got to yet. Maybe I should get to this. Yeah, I haven't got to it yet either. It's, it's another uh, early renewal as well. Yeah, two weeks after mm. its debut. This show only debuted on April the 20th and it has already been renewed for season two and that is The Diplomat. Now, I haven't watched this kind of because I, I've i seen the trailer and thought, oh, it's a bit soon after The Night Age. Exactly, exactly why I've not watched it is exactly the reason why. And, and they may be totally different once you get into them but that the trailer is very look it's politically set yeah. thriller yeah and look i'm sure it's great everyone i've seen lots of reviews saying it's great uh but i don't feel ready for it no i agree i will watch it at some point but it's, it's done really yet. good numbers and yeah, it's already been renewed for a second season as did the night agent and as has the night agent yeah but that was here first and i watched yes. that so <laughs> same uh Ginny howe vice president of netflix drama we get a different vice president every week now. I know. Show. We should start like a trading card game. Yes. Top trumps. <laughs> Top trumps of Netflix, Netflix VPs. VPs. I'm up for that. Yeah. We could definitely do a version of that. Yeah, let's and do that. just tried not to get sued. <laughs> Keep yeah. it under the radar. We just won't put their like, pictures on. As long as we put like totally unofficial. We'll get Ross top. to draw some pictures of what he yeah. thinks these people and look we'll like. And we'll do. Not what they actually look like. We can just make some rolls up as well. Yeah. Like vice president of snacks. <laughs> Like Netflix, Netflix Can we be snacks? vice president of podcasting? Yeah, sure. Cool. Why not? There's loads. Any ideas for your top Trumps? Who's Netflix the president? Deck? Who's the president? I don't. There isn't a president. There's a C, There's two CEOs. There's no president, but there's, there's loads of vice co- presidents. Yeah, and two co-CEOs. That's mad. Madness. Anyway, Ginny Howe is the vice president of Netflix drama, and she said fans around the world are loving every minute of the diplomat's gripping and propulsive drama. It's propulsive. The propulsive. You know. Okay. So you may you may start sat on your sofa, and by the <laughs> end of the episode, your sofa's like right up close to the TV because you've been propulsed. Pulsed. Pulsed. <laughs> Anyway, uh, they are embracing Kerry Russell's powerful performance as Kate Wyler. And after the draw, jaw-dropping cliffhanger, Ooh. we can't wait for them to see what the amazing visionary team of Deborah Khan, Janice Williams and Kerry Russell have in store for season two. Their showrunner Deborah Khan said, We had such a great time making The Diplomat. It's a thrill to see how much people are enjoying it. We're so glad we get to do it again. It's, it's a brave move in this day and age, ending a Netflix drama on a cliffhanger. I've seen interviews with various showrunners over the past couple of years saying that Netflix has discouraged that sort of thing. Yeah. Because you don't know if you're getting that yeah. second series. There's not many... I imagine these people knew that. That's why a lot of fans get upset. Yeah, of course it is. It's, it's what upsets a lot of people. I imagine these people knew that season two was coming before. Maybe. Maybe this has only I, just been revealed I, to I us. I think but... Netflix have a generally a good idea of what's going to hit. Yeah. Yeah. I, my surprise is more that, you know, there was only three or four weeks, but like I say, between the night agent and this. Yeah. They, yeah, you feel like they should have held one back, maybe. But, but they've both done great they've numbers. They've both done great numbers, so, so is there any point? Maybe it's a me problem. Yeah. Like I Sounds say. like a you problem. Yeah. Next. Okay, more Netflix news. And that is that 
we have found out who the focus will be of season two of Monster. Oh, okay. Interesting. This was the Jeffrey Dahmer series. Yes. Uh, this is now plural because oh. the new season will be called Monsters. Monsters, okay. The Lyle and Eric Menendez story. Never heard of them. <laughs> Uh, the season two of Monsters will chronicle the killing of Jose and Mary Menendez at the hands of their sons. Oh, okay. So these two lads went out and killed their parents. Indeed. Monsters. So is it going to be called Menendez Monsters, the Lyle and Eric <laughs> Menendez story? It might like the be. the Dharma one. Yeah, if they, if they have the same name in a profile as the first first series did which had far too many words in uh so the true story is that the couple were fakely shot in their beverly hills home on august the 20th 1989 with lyle and eric who were 21 and 19 at the time of the murder being convicted convicted of first degree murder seven years later in 1996 sounds cool i mean Uh, that that dharma series is fantastic i mean it's a tough watch at times but it's really really good and this one, I imagine, is just going to be as interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't want to ruin the whole series, but it does sound like <laughs> quite an interesting story. I was not aware of this. No, I wasn't. This story obviously never made it so much over this this side of the pond. But it says that uh, Eric ended up confessing to his uh, psychiatrist. Oh. Who then told his lover, and then they went to the police. Okay. So I'm sure there's loads of drama to, to come out of that. Uh, they had... Uh, Trials in 1993, which resulted in a mistrial. Oh, they had a separate trial, one for each brother, and then okay. were retrialed together and found guilty. Interesting. So both original trials went to mistrial. Yeah. That's crazy. Maybe uh, maybe be more of a courtroom type drama then, possibly. Mm, sounds fun. Focus on well, that. it doesn't sound fun. It sounds horrendous, but <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a good show. It's Ryan Murphy. It's going to be great. Yeah, he's not got enough to do. No. Uh, talking of uh, <laughs> random movies sort of going up to the top of Netflix charts. Yeah. Well, certain fandoms <laughs> have decided that they're going to try and grind shows on Netflix. Right. So kind of like you try to level up a video game, you know, go to the grind. Yeah. Level up, get your powers, get Just your... leave it playing over and over and over and over Basically, again. yeah. There's a concerted campaign, allegedly, by uh, the fans of Shadow and Bone. Yeah. Which has been organised on the subreddit for that show, which has over 24,000 men- members, uh, hosting watch parties and just leaving the show running. To try to, to try and boost the numbers to ensure it gets renewed for a third season. That's not going to work. <laughs> is That's it not is going it, to work? No. Do you not think? No. <laughs> Twenty-four thousand members. Even if all of them are doing that, that's not equaling enough million viewing hours, and all of them are not doing it. If they all did an hour, it's twenty-four thousand hours. Yeah. And one hour. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing maths, but it, <laughs> it, it, it's still. I mean. It's not getting this good game, is it? No. Or Wednesday. Of it isn't. <laughs> yeah, and they want a third season. Well, 24,000 people want a third season. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no, that's I mean, <laughs> There's 200 million Netflix subscribers out there. Yeah, that's the... Uh, I, I guess that's... This is, I know I'm being a bit facetious, but that's your issue there. I guess that's your hardcore. If you're on the Shadow and Bone subreddit, 
Yeah, you're in. You're in. You're a hardcore fandom. Yeah, you're in that world, aren't you? Yeah. And maybe that's the only thing you watch anyway. And why are you, if you're, if you're well that well into a show, why are you worried about it anyway? You should be thinking, well, of course it's going to get renewed. Are you saying you should just be happy you've got something? No, you should be. Ha- you should be. Conv- you should be convinced it's going to get renewed anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. If you love it that much. Cool. Okay. Yeah. The, the Fandom, <laughs> fandoms are weird. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, some some people have said told Ro- Rolling Stone that they're watching the same episodes five times a week in order to try and maintain the series spot in its most uh, Netflix's most watched TV shows. Uh, they they they're basically saying because uh, another Netflix VP Mike Scully said, "Well, we monitor we monitor the hours watched." Yeah, which we know, which, which we, we know, know that's what they do. Look. Oh, it's nice to have hobbies, isn't it? Yeah, it's not currently in the top 10 on Netflix, <laughs> so uh, it's going well. I've never seen Shadow and Bone, I don't think. I haven't either, I have nothing against it, but it may have sounded like I did then, but I have never seen it. Now, you know I like a bit of lazy journalism. I do. And I've seen a lot this week regarding the fate of Sweet Tooth. Me too. Most of which has been very uneven with headlines such as Popular Netflix show cancelled. Clickbait title headlining. Netflix wields the axe on Sweet Tooth. When actually, Sweet Tooth has been renewed for a third (laughs) season. Which will be its final season. That is not a cancellation. But, as Netflix and uh, the showrunner, Jim Mickle, have said this week, that's kind of always been the plan. Yeah. So... Just do journalism right, please, journalists. <laughs> Mickle said this week, it's exactly the story that I imagined we would tell and in a lot of ways takes on its own life. At the beginning, you set out to tell these pieces of the story uh, and the beauty of this is that we have had 24 episodes to let the characters tell us what they want to be. Um, Fine. That's not a cancellation. No. Even if that is a cancellation, but you give them a third series, it's not a cancellation. It's you get them, you give them, you're giving them chance to have ten more episodes, end their show, yeah, finish the story how you said you wanted to see it, yeah. to finish it. Good for Sweet Tooth. I, I I could never get into Sweet Tooth. I really struggled with it, but I know a lot of people love it. Yeah, and second season has has just been released the last cast, week yeah. or so. Um, okay, some news on your absolute favorite human being. <laughs> Uh, because we've not talked about him for a while. That's Zack Snyder. We haven't talked about Zacky for a while. And uh, there's news that one of his upcoming Netflix projects was a animated movie. Okay. Uh, an, an animated series, sorry, called Twilight of the Gods. Uh, and it is based on ancient Norse mythology. Oh, cool. It's very, uh, it's very relevant considering our movie this week. It is indeed. It comes from, from Norway. It does indeed. Uh, the series was originally announced in 2019, and this week it's been confirmed that Xylem Animation are on the hook for animating and creating this thing. Okay. Uh, they will do the layout, the colour, uh, animation, and You can't compositing. do an animation without colour. You can. Well, no, but you need something. <laughs> you need at least a black and a white. <laughs> they're, they're not colours, technically. The <laughs> studio's past credits <laughs> include uh, I Lost My Body. Great show. Uh, and Oggy and the Cockroaches. No, I've not seen that one. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, they say, we're so proud to be working with the team at Stone Quarry, including iconic creator and director. What Zach makes him iconic? I don't know. I'm not sure. Does really long movies. <laughs> <laughs> we're also deeply grateful for Netflix for trusting us to bring his spectacular vision to life. We'll be using utilizing state-of-the-art 2D animation across the series, which will include spectacular battles and special effects in the distinctive style that has characterized Zack's work throughout his illustrious career. I would, I'm not sure Zack Snyder's got a distinct style. I agree. I don't think he has. Um, the voice cast for this has got some names that are a very interesting cross-section, especially if you know some of their previous work. Uh, includes John Noble, Patterson Joseph, okay, who is Johnson from Peep Show, <laughs> Rahul Coley, uh, absolute favourite of the show, yeah, uh, Peter Stormer, Jamie Chung, Lauren Cohan, and Corey Stoll. The series does not yet have a premiere date. Uh, bring it on, Norse gods! It's going to take some animating when you've got to do three got hour to draw episodes. Fast. You've got to draw fast if you're having a three hour episode yeah. of an animated show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is only one of Snyder's projects he's got on, ongoing with Netflix. Obviously, he's got his Star Wars rip, uh, Star Wars <laughs> sci-fi uh, movie, Rebel Moon, which is coming at Christmas. Yeah, and he there is also an animated spin-off of Army of the Dead. I was there okay. as well. So, cool. Yeah, good for Snyder. Okay, who didn't who didn't realise until <laughs> today for me, and I'm guessing about five seconds ago for you, yeah. that you needed a sequel to the 1993 movie Cliffhanger. 100%. How have I never thought of this before? <laughs> because there are strong rumours this week that this is a go. Uh, with Sylvester Stallone in advance talks to return to star in Cliffhanger 2. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever seen Cliffhanger. Really? I don't that think really I have. surprises me. I don't think... I might have a long, long time ago, but I, it doesn't ring... I'm not, like... I want to say, bringing it back at to some point memory. since 1993, you've seen Cliffhanger. Yeah, probably, uh, but... Uh, you just must have done, <laughs> surely. <laughs> uh, the original was directed by, obviously, Rennie Harlan, starred uh, Sly, John Lithgow. Um, Rick Roman War is signing up to direct the sequel. What a great name that is. Roman War. <laughs> With a script written by Mark Bianculli, who uh, was behind Hunters. Okay. I've not seen the second season of Hunters. I really enjoyed the first one, but I've not gone back for the second yet. Okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah, War said, growing up with the biggest action films of the 80s and 90s, and working on some of them myself, Cliffhanger was one of my favourite spectacles. I'm delighted to be at helm of the next chapter, scaling the Italian Alps with the legend himself, Sylvester Stallone. At the start of this new story, this was a rumour, and now we've got a quote from the director yeah. saying it's happening. So <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, cliffhanger too. Cool. I'll maybe go and rewatch. Or Wait, watch just because people have signed up to a movie doesn't mean it's going to happen. No, it doesn't. <laughs> we've seen plenty of plenty of that sort of thing in the past. I mean, probably. Don't concentrate on leg day, slide, just... Yeah, fingertip day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what your fingertips are. I mean, we've seen quite... Obviously, we're we're pretty much climbing experts from the movers we've seen on this show, <laughs> from, like, the Dawn Wall to the ledge. That's both climbing movies that we've seen <laughs> on this show. 
Two from 200. And that one where that woman fell off the cliff. That's our not to do it. And 1% of the movies we've seen on this show. Yeah. Been climbing. <laughs> but, I mean, if those, those movies are accurate, and at least one of them is because it's a documentary. <laughs> true. No one in them looks like Sylvester Stallone. Also true. <laughs> like, how old is Sylvester Stallone? Climbers are hench, yeah. but they're not bulky. <laughs> no. Or 80. I'm now wondering if Cliffhanger was maybe not the. <laughs> Not the uh, most true to life representation it's of it. Definitely not a documentary. No, we saw that animated cliff climbing oh, we movie did. Some last of the season. Gods. Some yeah. of the gods. Okay, three. Okay, yeah. that's fine. We're definitely experts. Yeah, it's loads. Anyway, where were we? So I'm just going to try and find out how old still Vesta still is. Still Vesta. Still Vesta. He is still Vesta. Can I have a guess? Seventy-four. Older. Really? Shit. Yeah, don't make Cliffhanger 2. What's the point? Uh, 76. Yes, exactly that. About to be 77. And then two months. Maybe, they can, maybe they'll do some de-aging. Yeah, but he's going to have to actually do these <laughs> things. Unless he's going to... Maybe he's going to be like sitting at the bottom as like a... Climb more! Mentor. Yeah. Do climb more. Do your arm there. Things like that. Also, John Lithgow's got to be getting on as well. Well, I don't think he signed up for it. <laughs> oh, was he not? But he, will. he might have died. I John can't Lithgow. even remember. John Lithgow's not dead. No, from the first oh. movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Right. Anyway, this is going off the rails. Talking um, of unnecessary sequels. Dodgeball. Yes. <laughs> A dodgeball sequel. It's happening. It's is potentially happening because <laughs> Vince Vaughn's had an idea, which okay. which might be. I'm not in movies anymore. <laughs> I'd like to be in one. Can we do Dodgeball 2? Dodgeball 2. Uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn signed up to to return as Peter LaFleur. Jordan da- uh, Van Dina is writing the script. There is no director in place because the director of the original, the uh, another fantastic name, Rawson Marsh- Marshall Thurber, has got his hands full with Red Notice 2. Oh, okay. Uh, and a Dungeons & Dragons TV series. I... Put them down and come back to dodgeball, please. Yeah, Look, it's the it's the best of the worst options. <laughs> <laughs> I like dodgeball. Dodgeball's a great movie. Dodgeball's a great movie. I'll give. You I don't know if I need a second one. No, but uh, yeah, isn't Rip Torn dead now as well? He's the best thing about dodgeball. Y- yes, yeah, I think so. I'm sure he is. If he's not, he's too old to be in dodgeball. Ben Stiller doesn't say as much nowadays either. Maybe he could direct it. Has he directed stuff before? Yeah, loads. Yeah, he could direct it. Yeah. Doesn't even need to be in it. Okay. Look look at us solving all these problems. Inventing games. Hollywood's easy. Yeah. Inventing games, rewriting sequels, casting directors, giving jobs to people. Yeah. How hard can it be? Absolutely easy. Now... I never watched this show, but I know people who did watch this show really love this show. Yes. So, I'm and this, is a, this this piece of news is actually about a week too late for our real talk. Okay. Uh, which was, what TV show would you turn into a movie yeah. last week? Somebody's actually doing it. <laughs> because you are getting an animated movie of Babylon 5. Okay, animated? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, written by the show's creator, J. Michael Straczynski. Cool name. Yeah, he has confirmed that a Babylon 5 animated movie is coming uh, from Warner Brothers. He has handed in the script. And just because he's an absolute little tease, <laughs> uh, he has said that 
the movie title, release date, and other details, he will reveal one week from today Ooh. on Twitter. That was yesterday. Yeah. So May the tenth. May the tenth. Yeah. What's your birthday? Babylon Five Day. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Brilliant. Uh, if you had been a Babylon 5 fan, that would have been a great birthday present. I absolutely would. 110 episodes of this thing that was. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah. Wow. Um, Never watched a single one. Of it's them. something that I've always heard has been like rumoured for various relaunches yeah. or adaptations since. It's and one of those I that the fans won't let go, isn't it? Critically, it's highly regarded. Yeah. But... Cool, people will be well happy about that. Will we lose any listeners if I say my impression of it was of it was that it was just a bit of a shonky Star Trek? We might do. <laughs> okay. We haven't got that many to lose, so let's <laughs> not say that. Okay, fine. We did not say we won't say that. That's all the news. Good news. That was some fun news there. Well done. I enjoyed myself. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I just, I was late today because I watched Mean Girls. Okay. <laughs> you were late today. I've never seen it before. I don't think I've ever seen me. And I really enjoyed what it. What made you watch that? Because uh, my, my eldest daughter and my wife were looking for something to watch. And that was my wife's suggestion because she hadn't seen it for years. And I said, I've never seen it. <laughs> Neither had my daughter. And we all sat and watched it together and really had a good time. So, How long is it on for? Hour and a half. Wow. Okay. Maybe. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Something like, like, like a strange thing to just come home from work and watch Mean Girls. Well, they, they've they been at home all day. So okay, fair enough. They were already... Like, my, my wife had basically watched the whole of that new Bridgerton show, I think. Oh, okay. Anyway. Uh, and I've watched uh, Dead to Me, season three. Oh, have you? And? Kind of just felt like, just got to get through this. Oh, really? So I've done it. It's about that. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if it's totally the show's fault because it is such a long time to, since season two. Yeah, it is. I, I don't can't really want to go and rewatch the whole two. thing. Yeah. And because I think season two, if I recall right, came out just at the start of lockdown. Yes, I think so. It then did. obviously there was a huge gap before season yeah, three, three went years. into production. And it's only just arrived. And I think the time has just passed. Too long, <laughs> too long in between series. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's not a strong recommend. Look, it's fine. It, finishes off the story is it done now yeah okay cool yeah that's it excellent um i've not been to work this week okay i've watched quite a bit of tv great i've got some stuff to tell you about i'm i'm all ears have you heard of a show called jury duty i have not no um i'm about to change your life okay great (laughs) um jury duty is a it's a really difficult show to describe it's follows a group of people who are doing jury duty in America. Sure. It's filmed very much like the American office. Okay. Um, it's like, it takes them aside and interviews them, and they're a weird cast of people. Is this scripted or a real show? Both. Yeah. Right, okay. So <laughs> this is it's set out, it's basically the American office put in a courtroom, Yeah. except for one person thinks it's real. I was, uh, right, okay. Everybody else in the cast is an actor. Yeah. The judge, the rest of the jury... The defendants, the plaintiffs, the lawyers, everybody in it is the bailiffs. Everybody in it's an actor, except for one guy who thinks he's making a documentary about being on jury duty. Brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. It, honestly, it's 
hilarious. So is it like other crimes like ridiculous? There's only one case. Oh, okay. He gets sequestered in the first. Is it episode. the same person? For the same the whole person series? for the Shit. whole series. Okay. He gets sequestered on this jury and has to live in a hotel room for three weeks Fuck with me. this cast of people who he becomes friends with. He goes out with. He gets makes relationships with these people, and none of them are real. I mean, that sounds <laughs> that sounds fascinating and in a way absolutely awful. But it has a really nice. He's a really nice guy. Okay. And all of this shit, because there's loads of comedy stuff that's going on all around him all the time. It's all sorts of weird shit's going on. And he just goes with all of it. And it, honestly, I loved it. I watched the whole season in a day, which I've done twice this week. And I can't recommend it enough. It's on Freevee, which is a free service from Amazon. Yeah. Um, in the It's an American show. Um, and... Honestly, you can binge it. It's half an hour episode. How did you find this? <laughs> and somebody on another podcast talked about it okay. and recommended it. So I listened to it. Uh, I listened to that podcast to watch this show. Just I thought I'd watch one episode, see how it is. And yeah. then three hours later, I, I was down the rabbit hole. Brilliant. It's really good. And the end, the end is just beautiful. It's really good. Okay. Highly recommend it. Um, today, I've watched a whole series of something as well. Amazing. <laughs> um, I've watched... Have you seen King of Collectibles? <laughs> no, no, never heard of it. It's brand new on Netflix, just okay. come out. Um, it follows a super high-end auction house yeah. who specialise in super, super high-end memorabilia. Nice. And we're talking millions of dollars yeah. for these, these things that people are auctioning off. And it basically, six episodes, half an hour each, follows these buyers for this auction house who go and find stupid, expensive sports Any, memorabilia. Anything from movies? few movie bits uh, they in the last episode they buy the house from the godfather oh nice <laughs> so we're talking they buy it for five million want to spend five uh, five hundred grand to read it, but it leaves it on that it leaves it at that okay so the series ends there so i'm assuming it's going to come back um at one point he has his hands on the first ever jersey that michael jordan ever wore in the NBA. wow 10 million dollars wow worth. he has his hands on that at one point the guy refuses to sell it to him he gets logan paul on to talk about them pokemon cards because he's big into pokemon cards he offers him seven and a half million just so he can auction it it's literally high high end stuff yeah rick flair's in one episode because he's trying to buy back all of his gowns that he sold once right yeah he's trying to buy so he's coming in to authenticate this gown and then going to then he's going to the auction to buy it back mike tyson's in one he's selling shorts and buying gloves yeah it's it's brilliant honestly it's really good it's like crazy money crazy that sounds interesting it's really interesting uh i I watched all of them today i just i just put one on then i went and did a bit more work around the house and put another one on six episodes later i'm done they're going to this one guy's loft and well they're looking around his shit he hasn't got a lot of stuff go up to his loft he's got four million baseball cards fucking hell four million (laughs) i don't even know what that looks like it looks like an attic full of boxes of baseball cards the the two guys were like we can't even begin to appraise this. It's like, how, yeah, how do you even get? You wouldn't even. It got them all catalogued. It got them all. Oh, in, so he'd done. He'd done fifty-three years. He'd been collecting, and he catalogued Shit. every single one of them. Four million of them. It's ridiculous. Did he want to sell them? He wanted to sell some of them. Some like he'd got complete collections from the twenties. Wow. He got all the way through. He got every top baseball card ever been released. That's insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Wow. There's this there's this one trading card that came out last year. It's only in a pack last year. It's called the LeBron Freeman or Triple Man or something. 
and it's it's LeBron James, but it's got you know the NBA logo. Yeah, it's got three patches from his three game winning jer- championship winning jerseys okay. in this one card. There's only one in the world, and people are doing like pack openings online trying to find it. Somebody finds it, he buys it for ten million quid. Wow, <laughs> two million quid. Sorry, not ten. It's just it's it's an incredible show because there's money in trading cards, and it's mainly trading cards yeah. that these this guy specialises in. But their money. He's flying private jets all over the shop. It's just incredible. See, this this is the world we could be living in when Netflix top trumps takes off. Exactly. This is what, what gave me the idea. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I watched that as well. It's a really good show. Check that out. Um, I've also I've also watched a documentary, true crime documentary yeah. this week. I watched American Manhunt, the, oh, the Boston, Boston Marathon, Marathon bombings. Yeah, really good. Excellent. Really, three episodes. Really good. The the way the police, the the way the FBI tracked down who these guys were, because it's the first real terrorist attack sure. that was fully on social media as it happened. So there's footage of it from every single angle, from every different phone mm-hmm. they could get, and the way they tracked these guys and tracked them back and and. The shootout when they track them down is just an. There's one episode pretty much is just an entire shootout. Cool. The police alone shot 210 rounds. Wow. In the shootouts, it's just crazy. So that's really good. That's three episodes, about an hour each. Really enjoyed that. Um, I started watching. I'm not finished it yet. I started watching Shrinking on Apple TV. Okay, yeah, with, with Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford, and Jason Segel. Jason Segel. Uh, a few other people are in it as well. That's really good as well. Brett Goldstein has written it. He's like, oh, cur- did he? Yeah, I didn't know that. He's the creator of it. He's executive producer and creator. Um, yeah, that's also it's a really fun show. It's exactly what you'd expect from it. The only thing I have with it is that Harrison Ford's in it. Hmm. And so you can tell all of these people who were in it are just relishing working with Harrison Ford. Sure. And every time he's on screen with somebody, that somebody is elevating their game. So everybody, oh, in, really? everybody else in the, the show, in their performance. everybody else in the show is better when they're working with him than when they're not. And I think that shows the star power of having somebody like Harrison Ford in the cast. That's crazy. But yeah, I I certainly picked up on it. And yeah, but some of the stuff they're getting him doing, he's he's like gets stoned in one episode. Nice. <laughs> he's like walking around asleep with a bag of Doritos and things. It's it's really good. I'm not finished. I think I've got two or three left to do. Okay. On that. I also watched the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, how was that? Really fun. I've only watched good stuff this week. I've not watched anything bad so far. What a week. Which bodes well for the movie that we're about to do on, well, on Thursday. Come back on Thursday and we'll tell you what we thought of Blasted. Yeah. I mean, Nick sounds like he's wrapping up the show. We've got loads no, left not. to do. But I'm not <laughs> to the show. <laughs> it's just a, yeah, just a, a, it's a convenient nice time to talk about Yeah, it. absolutely. Let's talk about Blasted. It's a Norwegian comedy, dark comedy. I'd say it was a comedy. Yeah, I'd say it's a comedy as well. With a sci-fi twist? Yeah, comedy sci-fi. Norwegian. Straight out of Norway. <laughs> out of Norway, yeah. <laughs> really, really interesting film. Yeah. Really interesting. So yeah, we'll be back on Thursday to talk about that one. Uh, I didn't say much about the Super Mario movie, but it's worth checking out. It's good. Fun. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Exactly what, what it needed it to be. be. Yeah, exactly what it needed to be. Is it better than the Bob Hoskins one? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. That's a great movie. Right, where are we at? 40 minutes in. Shall we gonna go through the top 10? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I'm going to start with TV this week. Just to change it up a little bit and because it was already on the screen. <laughs> Number 10 in the Netflix. This is this is the global chart I'm on. Ten, global chart, English language. Global chart, English language. Number 10, Indian matchmaking, season three. 
Excellent. What's that? Hopefully better than the first two seasons. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've not seen the show. I mean, no, I think, I, no, I, think no. I think all the clues are in the title. Yeah. Uh, Love is Blind season four is at number nine. I mean, there's definitely a theme of these uh, love-based reality shows yes, so far. There is. It is the season. Uh, Better Call Saul season eight. Like season six. Season six is at number eight. Why is that pop back up? I think because it's just come onto Netflix in the States. Oh, okay. Because it, it doesn't go straight there in America, does it? I think it's gone there now. Uh, number seven, Working Moms. Good show. Good, is it? Yeah. That is uh, created, it's a show created by Catherine Reitman. She also stars in it. And she is the daughter of Ivan Reitman. Oh, okay. He was in yeah. our film last week. Well, he wasn't, but somebody played him in the film last week. Sweet Tooth is at number six, season two. That's quite low, isn't it? I would have expected that a bit higher. Number five is Beef. Beef still hanging, hanging around. Yeah. It's hanging in there. Number four is The Night Agent. Those two shows can't be separated. They they're, cannot. They're even dropping <laughs> down the charts together. They're hand in hand, those two. Number three is Firefly Lane. I mean, again, I'm not the target audience, but no, it's just not for me. <laughs> what is it? It's it's like a sisters doing it for themselves, isn't it? It's uh, Catherine okay. Heigl and Sarah Chalk. Okay, that is Sarah Chalk. Well done. Yeah, thanks. Uh, the sweet tooth that was at number six is actually season one. The number okay. two is season two, so it makes more sense. And the diplomat is holding its own at number one currently, which has just been renewed, as we mentioned earlier in the show. Films in the English language. Shall I do global or shall I do the UK? Let's go UK. Let's go UK. Yeah, let's let's um let's narrow that mother down. <laughs> Who's mother? <laughs> uh, Wasteland is at number ten in the UK at the minute. Any ideas? No. Okay. Number nine is Luther the Fallen Sun. Still not got to that. And no, the, I don't think the, I'm going the, to. the more time goes past, I'm thinking no, I probably won't. <laughs> exactly the same as me. I'm thinking the same thing. Again, Luther. Uh, there's, there's time, the time just passed yeah I, no one really wanted it I don't think no nope. Murder Mystery 2 is at number 8 you've seen that I have said it was shit yeah I did because it is <laughs> <laughs> number 7 is Home that's still there number 6 is Two Hearts this is the other film that was on our long list that's now been taken off random it's, fr- it's three years old I don't know why it's just suddenly randomly appeared in the charts it's the Netflix algorithm conspiracy. Yeah, I think it's you're right. Think pushed it, it out there to everyone. Yeah. Uh, number five, The Last Kingdom, Seven Kings Must Die. Have you watched The Last Kingdom? No. Okay. Uh, my boss at work, he loves it. He watches loads of it. So that's why I've not watched it. Uh, number four is Running With The Devil. This is the Nicolas Cage film that you mentioned earlier yeah. on. It's also been removed from our long list now. Why? Why? Why is it there? <laughs> why is this suddenly... Because if, if it was the only Nick Cage film on Netflix, you could probably understand it because Renfield's come out, so yeah. people are looking for other Cage properties. But there's not. There's loads. And yeah, so why, why this was one? this That's one took on? I don't know. Uh, number three is The Tourist Guides to Love. That's hung around for a while yeah. as well, hasn't it? That's been yeah. in the top ten for ages now. Everyone loves love. Love, love. Yes, love, love. Number two is AKA. Yeah. I nearly watched this the other night. But I didn't know. It's, done good. it's had a good, really good couple of weeks it has. in the UK charts. It has. It was at number one for ages. Yes. Eric Cantona's in this movie. Eric Cantona is in this movie. Which may be the reason why I didn't watch it. I don't know. <laughs> it just puts me off slightly. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, why not watch it? 
It's trading number ones and number twos. I, I, I just love how random the Netflix charts can be. Yeah, it is just... Why? Why? That, the reason... Why is AKA in the top, near the top of the charts? Because Netflix is pushing it to your homepage. Yeah. They want you to watch it. About every, yeah. That's why there's so many Netflix originals get to the top of the charts. Yeah. Like ones and twos. Uh, number one is Nobody currently. Nobody and AKA have been switching between one and two all week. Um, their, their viewing hours must be very similar, I think. Nobody feels like one of the biggest movies to drop on Netflix UK for some time. Yeah, and in I think that's why it's re- taking a recent cinema hit release movie. hit movie. Yeah. yeah, it's not really in Netflix's um, current model to buy cinema released movies. Yeah. But it seems like nobody's appeared and people are loving it. Yeah. So don't be expect don't be surprised if they buy more or more appear in the charts over the coming weeks. That means that uh, old Bob Odenkirk's in the top ten of uh, both those charts. We just he is through. indeed TV yeah. and movies. Yeah. Wow. Good for Bob. Good for Bob. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, done. Real talk. Shall we do a real talk? Sure. What was this week's Real Torch? Uh, it's very, Real Torch topic. Very, very easy this week. It was. But not uh, an easy one to answer. Which which movie character would you want to be your best friend? Yeah, we did that because Blasted is all about two best friends that it get is. reunited after yeah. a few years. Do we have any answers? Yeah. Shall I, shall I <laughs> do, do something to get about them? it? No? Yes, normally you do, so. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just having fun. I'm you do look very chilled it. tonight. I like it. We've uh, got a bit of a chilled vibe going on to this week's wave. That's nice. Uh, yeah, simply, if you could have any movie character as your best friend, who would it be? Uh, Wayne started this one off in the Discord with the response. Uh, he has got three options. Uh, and three options? Yeah. I presume they're in order of preference. Okay. But I'm going to say they are. Uh, <laughs> first is Korg from the Thor films. Okay. He's that big rock dude, isn't he? Yes. He's cool as well. With the uh, Very Zealand chilled, laid out. Yeah. <laughs> Guy. Yeah. Laid back guy. Sure. Very much not like Wayne. <laughs> uh, Baymax from Big Hero 6. Again, very chilled, laid back guy. Baymax is a good answer. Baymax is a good answer. Very good. Uh, very useful. Uh, and the third is Fen from Frozen. I think that's the moose. Is it? Yeah. Well, I the reindeer. Me. Sorry. <laughs> moose. <laughs> I mean, he's, moose? he's a great friend. I think pra- the practicalities of having a massive hench reindeer slash moose following you around i mean if we're talking practicalities baymax and korg are also quite impractical <laughs> baymax ain't fitting for a standard british your front door no but he can he can door is cool <laughs> no i mean doors are going to be an issue for all three of these people <laughs> yeah these uh beings that is true but friendship wise i don't think you could fault them you'd have to meet them in a park <laughs> okay <laughs> just do all your friend picnic, activities yeah. outside on just a picnic in neutral parks. venue yes I mean, you no, you wouldn't want them traipsing reindeer shit through your no. living room, would you? No. No. Wow, well, no one's perfect. So. <laughs> uh, okay, Ross Cook in the Discord. Uh, it says Superman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, great. Is he your best? Is he a good friend material? I mean, if you're ever in trouble. Is he a bit try hard? Gonna, for yeah, he is a try friend? hard. He's a nerd as well. <laughs> <laughs> If you're ever in trouble, then he's going to come and help you out. Sure. Yeah, but he's also, how much time is he going to spend with you? Because he's yeah, always he's getting off, off helping. He's off saving the world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, maybe not. 
I, I think some of these are going to fall apart if we actually analyse them in this way. Uh, yeah. Because you think Superman, yeah, great, great. Choice. He'll always be there when you need him. Yeah. But he's not going to be there any other time. <laughs> when you don't... Do you just want to go to the pub for a pint? Superman ain't coming with you. No. No. For a start, I bet he doesn't even drink. <laughs> yeah, but he can have like a... I don't know. What do they drink on Krypton? I don't know. Something with a lot of like dry ice coming out of it, I bet. Yeah. It'd be some sort it's of... a weird scientific cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Something blue. <laughs> yeah. That smokes. That's what he'd drink. Yeah, probably. He's not going to like have an umbongo, is he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to see Superman drinking an umbongo. I'm excited with a straw. <laughs> that would be funny as fuck. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Alex in the Discord says, I have two answers. Okay. Uh, one's becoming a thing. <laughs> yeah, just, I, just no one no one pay attention to the rules. Just list as many <laughs> yeah, as you want. Just, just have as many as you want. Absolute state of the Discord. Uh, Alex has two answers. Russell Hammond from Almost Famous, because uh, that will help bring his cool po- points up. Alex's cool points up. Yes, because that is needed. you've got a guy from uh, a, a famous band yeah. hanging around with you. That's fair. It's absolutely slashing it down Is outside. It? I've just looked out the window and the heavens have opened. Oh, amazing. I'm glad I didn't walk. Yeah, if anybody needs their call points bringing up, it's Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Padraig from the Banshees of Inner Sharon, because he Ooh. has space for a new friend. I like what he's done there. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be an, it'd be an unusual guy to hang around with. He's had a very different upbringing. <laughs> Samuel Holland in the Discord says, Winnie the Pooh. From Blood and Honey? No, the Disney bit. Oh. Nah. Why? No. Why? What's wrong with him? weird. Well, he's not weird. He's a bear. I mean, it's weird that he is a bear. Well, it's not weird that he's a bear. It's weird that you'd be friends with a bear, but he's not weird. He is weird. He only wears a (laughs) t-shirt. So do you. No bottoms. I've seen you in the summer. I pop round unexpectedly. (laughs) Look at you through the window. And he eats honey. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of honey. But he's loyal. Yeah. He's also got loads of other friends. Well, that's a good sign, isn't is it? Is it? Or do you want your best friend to have no other friends and <laughs> to be completely devoted to you? you? I think you've got to be careful. You're sounding, <laughs> I'm starting to sound a bit, uh, a bit stalkery here. I don't think. You wait till my answer. <laughs> I don't think that's the worst answer in here. No, I don't know. But to be fair, uh, I think Superman's the worst answer. Yeah, me too. Christopher from the Time Shifters podcast has got two suggestions. Unbelievable. What is wrong uh, with people? He says, David Philby from The Time Machine. Uh, Again, I, he's I not going to be there for you. He can be anywhere else in the world, in any time and space. He ain't going to come around and go for a beer with you when he could go back to the <laughs> nice times. The nice times. I can't think of any nice times. Well, let's hear, hear out his reasoning. I he found said, a screwdriver head in my pocket. He said, that's fantastic. He was a good enough friend to try and talk George out of using the time machine and remain devoted to his friend throughout his life you couldn't ask for a better friend than that okay so screw you <laughs> i was wrong i apologize <laughs> he said uh, for a more recognizable choice uh, dr mccoy from the classic star trek mm. okay. that guy was cool he was yeah. just like down the line tell it like it is god damn it jim i'm a doctor not a brain surgeon <laughs> Whatever the other things he used to say were. <laughs> Good answers. Uh, Smileyson in the Discord says, Indiana Jones. 
I mean, I'd probably end up dead, kidnapped, or injured, but at least we'd have some yeah, fun adventures. Yeah, you don't want to be friend. That's a risky friendship, isn't Smiley it? Smileyton basically wants to be short round. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty short. <laughs> um, that's a risky friendship. Anybody who's going to cause you danger. I don't think you're there for a long time. You're there for a good time. Yeah, we you would have a good time with him. You get to do some traveling. Yeah. But yeah, at some point, bad shit's going to go down. Yeah. I did see this week that... There's a new Indiana Jones Lego set coming out. Oh, nice. It's got a rolling boulder and everything. Oh, sweet. It looked amazing. That does look Probably cool. about £700. Probably, yeah. Lego's well expensive. <laughs> but it looked cool. You know, you can buy a Lego NES, an original Nintendo. Yeah. A Lego version. Right. Cost more than the NES did when it came out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? It's absolutely mad. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? Uh, I'm assuming we've done. Yes, I'll go because mine's boring. So is mine. <laughs> oh, fine. Well, I said. I've really struggled with this. So, oh, I hope it's not the same. So, I will go with the answer that I feel has has answered the brief. Okay. But is not necessarily the most exciting answer, and surely the best friend from movies is Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings. He was in my. He was on my list. He is if very much a best, a talk good Talk about loyal, supportive. Yeah, and 100% do anything for yeah, Frodo. Little Frodo. So you, you basically want to be Frodo? No, do I want to be Frodo? Oh, Elijah Wood. I'd like, I'd like to be Elijah Wood. I don't well, want to be Frodo. I'd like to be a couple of quid behind him. <laughs> but if you're having Sam as your best friend, then you're you're the Frodo in that relationship. Well, yeah, so maybe Frodo. What? They had a great friendship. They did. Are you bringing Merry and Pippin along for the ride? Yeah, you gotta have a you gotta have a you gotta have a crew. Harim, haven't you? <laughs> Harim. Nice. Hobbit Harim. <laughs> Those guys still love each other, don't they? They're always out they're together. They're doing a podcast, aren't they? Yeah. I saw four. that they I think they're starting a podcast. I saw that. Well, the the three of them who still do stuff and then the yeah. Scottish lad. Yeah. <laughs> he looks really old now. <laughs> Lord of the Rings was like twenty two no, years that's ago. That's also true. But Dominic Monaghan looks exactly the same as he did then, but Billy Boyd? Yeah. Yeah, he looks a lot older. Yeah. Not good. Is that your answer? Yeah. That's a good answer. He's okay. the best best friend from movie, in movie history, probably. Yeah, I, I can't believe no one else thought of him. No. Well, well, I did or, think or of him, but he, him. I, I discounted him. Um, I, I, I really struggled with this. Um, so I thought, well, I've already got a best friend, and that's you. So oh, thanks. Who's the most like you person I could think of? Oh. So I've decided uh, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get up and dance on stage for I, you. Exactly, I know you would. So, uh, I think he'd be a really good friend to have. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite is a bit, a bit strange. When it came to the crunch, he was there for Pedro. He was indeed. Yeah. And great character. <laughs> great movie character. I, I don't mention that movie on here before, but I do love that movie. I do I as feel well. like it's a real little gem. It really is. And it's on Netflix People kind of well. forget about it. Yeah. I'm watching that this weekend. If it's on Netflix, you tell me it's on it's Netflix. On Netflix I'm watching that this weekend. I've not seen it for ages. Oh, yeah. we used, me and you watched it quite a yeah, few yeah. times together. We yeah. remember one New Year's Eve we watched it yeah. with another friend. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite is a great movie. One of the Goonies, maybe, but um, am I too old to be friends with a Goonie now? I think I thought about the Goonies, and the reason I discounted the Goonies was because I couldn't pick. They're one. all flawed, aren't they? I, well, nobody's. Yeah, but I couldn't but pick one. Gr- I think I, the the the. The good thing about the friendship in the Goonies is the group. Yeah. Goonies stick together. They've all got each other's backs. They're, they're all flawed, but they're, as together, they're a, they're, a Yeah, a I couldn't say it's one of them, which one it would be. So, But yeah. are we too old to hang around with Goonies now? Probably. Yes, they'd have but, had to have grown with us. Okay. 
Yes. It's like you'd be my goonie. I would be your goonie. Yeah. I've always been your goonie. You know that. Say, right back at you. <laughs> good. That was good. That's, I enjoyed that. We've just done a wave that I really enjoyed. I, I enjoyed them all, but for some reason, I thought that one was really good. I had fun. I had a lot of fun. Me too. We'd have more fun on Thursday. The, the only one thing we've missed okay. is we didn't really talk about last week's movie. Oh, we can do that quick. Do you want to do that quickly? Yeah. We, last week we watched A Futile and Stupid Gesture. We did a, a movie which I I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Really great movie. It really it really tickled the top of the chart. And... The top of the stream table. I I am... I don't say this very often. I'm Even with movies that have ranked really highly in our stream table... I could definitely see me going back and watching that. Yeah, agree. That'll go into a rotation, a sort of... At some point in the Do future. I need an easy watch that I know I'm going to enjoy? Yeah. That's going to be in that rotation, I think. It's not something we say very often. Yeah. This really isn't. Really enjoyed it. And it was a real, really tough decision of where to put that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think, it did it end up fourth? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, could, it tickled the top of the table. Yeah. It, could have been, it could have been anywhere in that top yeah. four. 100%. Hmm. Good film. Yeah. This week's film. Blasted. Blasted. Be back here Thursday. It's Norwegian. It's a, almost a year old now. And yeah, we're going to talk about it on Thursday. We are. So come back then to listen to us talk about it. Cheers. Bye.